Mind if my cousin just goes and kisses you, darling. Isn't that all right? Welcome to Indecorous Podcast. Indecorous means not in good taste. 9-11 was a gender reveal. <laughs> Indecent. Bunch of lunatics with morbid senses of humor. Immoral. You don't have the money to bulldoze this building? Just draw Muhammad all over the place. <laughs> Somebody will blow that shit up. Shameless. I let my bush grow because it's kind of one of those lots for love type of situations. Impolite. People always fingering, but I'm like, you know what? My fingers always hard. I don't get whiskey fingers. And beyond the pale. What you wearing down on your toes? Ian's back with us. How you doing, Ian? Dude, it's been a crazy week. I think I told you guys, but the deal is I'm doing a work project, and the best metaphor to describe this is we're attempting to drain a swimming pool with a garden hose and a stupid fucker standing on the garden hose. I'm Mm. moving 50 terabytes of data through a Windows server with 2 gigabytes of memory and 50 gigabytes of space. I'll be honest with you. That's the weirdest analogy I've ever heard for just (laughs) watching your neighbor masturbate. And that's why I can't do the podcast. (laughs) But whatever. I guess that works. Yeah, that's all I've been doing, man. My peeping Tom game is on fire the last week. I've just been enjoying taking a break from you fuckers and watching my dude jack off. That's how I roll. Just cheering them on. You got one of those foam fingers going. Yeah, dude, number one fan. <laughs> Before we get too far into things, I want to update everybody because I know this is the question everybody wants answered. Yes, we won again on our fantasy football game. We, yeah. We, yeah, buddy. Indecorous Comedy 178, Rushmore Podcast 125. So that means <laughs> we are 3-0. and oh. We are the only undefeated team in the podcast fantasy football league i've been on rushmore podcast so it was especially sweet defeating them next up we have mix and murder podcast is that your goal to crush every podcast you've been a guest on (laughs) yes yeah well even if i haven't been a guest on which (laughs) i've never been on mix and murder i guess i haven't murdered or mixed enough (laughs) <laughs> but I will crush them. We are going to crush Mix and Murder as well. Actually, Mix and Murder is the only, we're the only undefeated team. Mix and Murder, I believe, is the only team that hasn't won a single game yet. So okay. I, I, I like our chances, guys. Yeah. Well, that's a pretty aggressive and intimidating name. Maybe not actually. the mix part. Actually, the mix part sounds a little DJ ish. Maybe not. Oh, yeah. Maybe that's what we need to do since we really haven't listened to a lot of the other podcasts that we're playing against. Just make up what we think. The podcast is about, and I guess this is about DJs that have murdered people. Yeah, this is it's just a true crime podcast with some uh EDM going on in the background. <laughs> well, you would know, man. I, I love that that sick beat that you did on the on that one episode. <laughs> no, 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 those were you're thinking of the sick lyrics. You, my friend, you oh, dropped wow. that fire beat. Yeah, we should probably credit whoever it is that made that beat. <laughs> Although it was, it said free on YouTube, so I just got it for free on YouTube. But yeah, the lyrics, those lyrics were fire, bro. Well, thank you. Thank you. I just, you know, I spoke from the heart. That's another one that we should put on our merch store, a shirt that says, <laughs> what is it? Say it again. I forget oh, what it is. Jesus Christ. Women no, are it, for it, babies. It's a thing. Of, like somebody, you know, I know that went to the Middle East in a military capacity, not for fun. Um, that yeah, women are for babies, boys are for pleasure. Drop that beat, yo. Women are for babies, boys are for pleasure. 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 Women are for babies.
Women are for babies. Boys are for pleasure. Women are for babies. Boys are for pleasure. Women are for babies. Boys are for pleasure. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> yeah, that was some killer shit, bro. Well, thank you. I was going to say I try, but, you know, I, I try to tell the truth on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, unlike Ian. Oh, Teflon Ian. Oh, so, sorry about that. All right. See, this is, I knew he was like, hey guys, do you think I could still do the podcast and watch the guy uh-huh. master? But I'm like, no, just pick one or the other. <laughs> you're going to lose signal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're going to lose the signal. You're going to sound like you're in the bathroom or something. But he insisted. So <laughs> if Ian sounds distracted this whole podcast episode, you know why. He really took that boys are for pleasure thing to heart. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So basically, um, I, I I had jokes too, man, but goddamn. So uh, let me get weaseled up again. Give me a second. Welcome to episode 59 of Indecorous Comedy. This is episode 9 of season 2. Indecorous Comedy is a reprehensively distinguished educational comedy podcast. Either the smartest lowbrow or dirtiest highbrow podcast on the internet. That's your call. I'm your host, Carlos Valencia. To my left, we have my co-host, Bobby D. Yo. And to my right, we have Ian. What's happening? And today, we're going to be talking about indecorous news. Our deep dive is going to be about the indecorous history of the right-wing media. And we're going to close it out with indecorous Texas state laws. But before we get into any of that, let's welcome our guest today, Mr. Jerry Rocha, everybody. Hello, how you doing? Thanks for having me. Thanks for doing it, bro. How you been, man? Doing good. Thanks, buddy. Just same old shit, you know? Like, uh, enjoying quarantine, to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's it's like I'm on the road, but I'm just not. Because when I'm on the road, I'm just in my fucking room. I don't go do anything. You know what I mean? Like, I just stay in my hotel, but now it's like... I have my girlfriend and my cat, so it's like, hey, this is fucking great. And video games? Are you kidding? <laughs> right. Like, yeah, I can't, I, normally I can't take my PlayStation and Xbox with me. You know what I mean? So, Dude, yeah. I can't tell you how happy I am to hear you say that, because I always feel guilty when I see a lot of these comics go on the road, and I'm like, ah, I just fucking hit the trails and shit. And I'm like, oh, I'm just standing in my fucking hotel room all day. I'm- <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. Who's going to go hiking? Are you out of your fucking mind? Like, I bra- like I'm not going to go out. Like, like, imagine dying like Sonny Bono. You know what I mean? <laughs> just because right, yeah. you wanted to go see what Salt Lake City was all about. Get the fuck out of here. I'm good. Yeah. I'm going to stay yeah. in my room. Thank you, dude. Yeah. I always feel like, oh, shit. Am I supposed to be going out to see the ruins of whatever the fuck? Right. That- no, you got to stay, stay in your room and hide from the sun. Right. <laughs> yeah. Usually I'm just nursing the hangover from the right. show before that. You know what I mean? But the thing is, in America, I mean, sorry. I know we're all here, right? We all love it. Whatever. But... What is there to see besides racist shit? Like that's the only history we have. <laughs> so who, like I, I don't really need to go out and get a to go catch all that. Like I'm good. Think, Thank you though. I think the risk reward ratio has never been more clear 
Like I didn't need to take that trip to Denny's in the first place. Right. And now it's even that much more apparent. <laughs> right. Well, and that's the other thing too, man. Like I would go on the road and a lot of shit just looks the same. You know what I mean? Like oh, a lot of, exactly. Yeah. I mean, every, every fucking town's got strip malls. and Like, you know what? You know, the one time that something caught my eye is I was doing fucking some little town in Illinois and they had a Kmart and I'm like, holy shit. I hadn't seen one of these in a while. So. <laughs> like, like that's the only one I thought about maybe visiting is because I hadn't seen one of those fuckers. Just tells you reasons. Oh, that's great. Yeah, that's dude. Great. All right, bro. So we start the podcast with questions. These are our questions that are sent to us by our listeners. And I just ask them exactly how they, they send them to me. So sometimes I don't understand what they're asking. So it's for you guys to figure out. I just say it exactly like it was sent. This one's pretty straightforward. Comes from Teresa or Terasa. It's T A R A S A. What? How do you? Ooh, use, how, that's a new one. Ter- I'm gonna go Teresa. Yeah. I'm gonna go even crazier. <laughs> oh, yeah. dude, you crazy? Yeah. You crazy for that one, Jerry? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna call her Spicy Teresa. There it is. There it is. <laughs> she asks, "Do you like toast?" Is this for everybody? Yes, for everybody. Oh, okay. Everybody. I thought that was like what she was dying to. I was like, "There's no way she knows who the fuck Wait, I am." And then, you you yeah, sounded pretty funny. excited to answer yes, it. Though. Well, when I, yeah, yeah. No, when, when I told her that Jerry Rocha was going to be the guest, she was like, "I need to know if this fucker likes toast." Really? So we're we talking. Are we talking avocado toast? Like I'm going out with my girlfriend. She just says, the "Do you like bitches? toast?" That's that was the entire question. I will say. Oh, you know what? I got the question in advance, so I've had time to think about right, it. So you guys right. go ahead about <laughs> think of your answer. You're kind you know, of cheating. You're yeah, cheating. I know. So this admittedly, is... I've had time to research this question. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, I do. I do like toast, but I don't like it too toasted. Like I don't like it when it's like you can break the thing in half. Right. I just I like lightly toast. Oh man, okay. I'm gonna probably. Look, I like it so much. My preference is the same I li- as Carlos. I like it lightly toasted. However, I'll fuck up any toast, anytime, anywhere. <laughs> and I, I will find a way to like it. I really will. Jerry, you're, you're Hispanic origin, right? Yeah, yeah. So you know tostadas? Sure. So it's just like toast, like ready. Like you can buy this shit. Yes. Like, yes. A bag. like my mom loves that shit. Like she loves, and it's straight <laughs> up just already made toast. Yeah. How does that even work? I, it's magic, dude. It's Hispanic magic. <laughs> we know how to do this. We know yeah, we know, we know. We know how to get that. <laughs> yeah. We just know. We but know yeah, what we're doing. I'm starting to like understand the anti-Hispanic sentiment in the country. <laughs> Based on now. this food product alone. They're cheating. <laughs> so on the toast topic, I think the more appropriate question would be. What kind of a monster doesn't toast their sub at Subway? Like, I will judge a person if they're in front of me in line and they skip the toasting step. Oh, man. I mean, that's just a monster. This monster right here. I only yeah. like I only like, like sliced bread toast. You don't fucking touch that nine-grain honeyweed oat. You leave that the way it <laughs> yeah. is. Thank you, Jerry. Thank you. I don't want... You know what? Here's why I don't do it. And I don't mind a good toasted sub, but if you toast your shit at Subway, it, it goes from... You're tricking yourself into thinking it's healthy, and then you're just eating a fucking pile of grease at that point. That's the problem. <laughs> that, so let me just trick myself into thinking it's healthy. Fuck yeah. that. 
Okay, I, first of all, who's eating at Subway? All right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start there. Oh, I go there all the time. All the time. Did no. you guys see that? I don't know. I don't. I don't remember. I don't know if you ever. Well, I drink a lot, so a lot of times I don't remember what I've talked right. about already on the podcast. <laughs> but I did. You guys see that thing? Like in Ireland, they passed a thing where they the, like the bread from Subway can't be taxed like regular food yes. because it's got too much yes, sugar in it or right. some shit. Oh wow! Yeah, Dude. it's like cake. It was, I'm telling you, the world was waiting for the, for the, <laughs> they, the minute that child molester got busted. They were like, we're coming after these motherfuckers. You know what I mean? The yeah. minute the Jared guy, the minute he got busted, they're like, we're getting these pieces of shit. Yeah, we're coming a, after these motherfuckers. So now that bread is basically kick, So like, this is what I want to do. I want to send Jared a letter and see how he feels about his association <laughs> with Subway now. I feel... <laughs> He feels his reputation is going to be hurt by this fucking new ruling in Ireland. Oh, you mean Jared the Patsy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, we have another question. This one's a little deeper. Uh, this comes from my cousin John, who's actually sent us a few uh, questions before. He was asking, would you rather be a really ugly white person or an attractive black person and deal with all the racism? Uh, attractive black person and deal with the yeah. racism who nobody wants to be ugly no yeah right it's like nobody. that's it's one of those unspoken things like i think i think stanhope actually did a bit about it but it was like yeah uh, ugly people are pretty discriminated against it's not it's not overtly mentioned in very many places but yeah, yeah. brutal people well, do not they, they, they do not like ugly people no. I, I just want to no. say I find this question offensive. All right. <laughs> As a white man? Yeah. Something like that. As an ugly white man, you find this offensive. Not right. Yeah, nobody that's that is one thing that like nobody's gonna get out there and defend. You know right, I mean? right. Hey, we we here in the ugly community. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a sliding skill though, isn't it? Like if I view myself as a five and then the ugly skill starts at four. I'm like, I don't mind taking myself a little tick down, but I don't want to deal with like systemic racism. So I'll just go down by one number, you know? Yeah. That's, yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. If you feel that you're on the cusp, then why exactly. bother? Right. I, I, yeah. yeah, that's a, yeah, that is a good point. I feel, but I do feel that attractiveness overcomes everything. It doesn't matter it, what race you yeah. are. If yeah. you're yeah. fucking. Yeah, exactly. It's like, and wasn't Jefferson fucking all a bunch of slaves and shit, right? Isn't that yes. why we have mixed yep. people now? I don't yeah. know. I'm gonna go that, with history. He was like the Genghis Khan of Americans. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. <laughs> Everybody's got a little bit of Jefferson DNA in them. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Here's our last question. This comes from Chris. Yes. Do you think horses know their transportation, or do you think they're just randomly running around for no reason? Or do, do, or do they think that that's what's going on? I think they know. I think yeah. they, I think they know. I think, uh, yeah, I, think know. They're, I think they're very aware of like the 200 plus pounds on their back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but do you think they're like, they, they actually is like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm providing a service here by uh, t going from this place to the next. Or is oh, it just... Well, they'd yes, be kind they... of stupid if they didn't. Just look at how they're fucking built. They should know. <laughs> like <laughs> something has to fit here. Like, this is a shelf space that I have, that nature has given me. So, yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's like fucking, yeah, right, exactly. It's like if God built you with a seat almost. Right. You, you gotta carry people. Exactly. Yeah, well, yeah it's like when they when they break a leg or something and they go out and shoot them. I mean, that was at the horse's request, you know? Because <laughs> he, he no longer serves a purpose in life. Well, you yeah, know? yeah. That's the horse going, save yourself. That's a yeah, thing. exactly. <laughs> Don't waste your oats. Right. <laughs> 
I have thought about that where it's just like they kind of fucking, as far as horse veterinary services, they just kind of gave up. They're like, ah, you broke your leg, fucking. <laughs> just shoot it. Yeah, shoot it in the head. How hey, lazy like, was that? I guarantee you that was just the laziest vets. Dude, like, look, I already, look, enough. I, I'm, already, yeah. I'm already removing an appendix from a gerbil. I just had to learn to do that. <laughs> I don't give up. I'm not, uh, fuck resetting a broken horse leg. Let's just shoot the fucking thing. Yeah. It's like, okay, your horse is sick. There's another horse. You know what I mean? Right. I don't... There's going to be more. Fuck. Them. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. Yeah. They what about the poor little girls that just want a pony? And and they're poor and ugly. So, hey, here's a horse with a broken leg. It's kind of a match made in heaven, right? That's true. That's a yeah, good point. That one really did catch on. <laughs> You know? <laughs> I did actually. I, I thought about that, but I mean, not to do material, but it was actually. I did see this. I was coming back from a gig in like Kentucky or Lexington, somewhere like that, where they love racehorses and shit. And they had an, an ad on the side of the road for like emergency horse clinic or some shit. Oh, like I thought that. you were saying like emergency horse shooting. <laughs> well, I mean, that's what I was saying. Isn't emergency horse medical care just a shotgun? Just shoot Basically, it. Like, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's actually, yeah, that's what it should be. It's like emergency medical uh, horse <laughs> clinic slash shooting range. We're just going <laughs> to test your skills. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. We're going to let it gallop around. You have five shots to bring it down. <laughs> Yeah, it's like when when big bug hunter is not enough, come to our place. <laughs> you know, if you, if you forget your gun that day, you got to beat him to death with a hammer. It's oh, a lot messier. We're going to our second segment now. It's Indecorous News. This is the segment where we highlight the most important news happening across the United States and all over the world. After you listen to this segment, you will never have to listen to another newscast ever again <laughs> in your entire life. So for this first story, actually, Ian submitted this one, I believe. So, Ian, you can start it off. Oh, good. This is a good one. Because you submitted it? Yeah, yeah it's, uh, anyone that Ian submits is always a good one. It's like the Beatles. Whoever wrote the song gets to fucking sing it. I like yeah, this. Yeah, 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 exactly. But I have a certain affinity for this one because it's near and dear to my heart, but you'll see why in a second, listeners. All right, so a California pastor left church for exotic dancing career on X-rated site. While most little girls dream of owning a pony and growing up to marry a handsome wealthy... <laughs> to murder the pony? <laughs> exactly. So while most little girls dream of owning a pony and growing up to marry a handsome, wealthy, and seductive Latin lover like provocative comedian and sensual podcaster Carlos Valencia, <laughs> Nicole Mac Mitchell fantasized about being a stripper from a young age. However, the Orange County native had been indoctrinated to believe her bodily desires were sinful and bad by awful people who should mind their own business. Now, is Orange County, I'm not, I'm not that familiar, but I hear Orange County mentioned a lot. You live out in L.A., right, Jerry? I do, yeah. What is the deal with Orange County? Is it supposed to be more conservative Very, than the rest of California? Yeah, a lot, lot more, yeah. How far is that from L.A.? Uh, with no, like on a perfect day, we're lucky there's no traffic, like maybe 45 oh, yeah, yeah. minutes. It, 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 I'm always curious, like, how the fuck does that happen so close to L.A.? <laughs> and it's just like a fucking... Oh, yeah. They had to go somewhere when all the Mexicans showed up. They had to go somewhere. <laughs> they were all like just fleeing the liberals. Yeah. That's where they had landed. <laughs> somewhere. All right. So, yeah, there's another paragraph there, Ian. All right. So instead of becoming a hot titty mama, she became a pastor, which in itself was pretty rebellious since she had been taught women aren't allowed to lead and that women belong in the kitchen and with the children. She did not specify who taught this to her, 
but we're assuming it must have been some very wise sage. <laughs> now, that's the thing, apparently. Her family was so conservative that even the fact that she became a pastor was a little too much for them. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Like, yeah, that's when you know your family's really fucking like, yeah, you got to be religious, but not leadership religious. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, Bobby, you can do this next one here. But Mitchell's true identity began to unfurl when she attended a gay-oriented theater performance in 2016. And by the way, is there any other kind? Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> she went to the theater. Um, but I was like, oh my gosh, I don't think I'm straight, said Mitchell, who now identifies as pansexual. I knew if I revealed my queerness, I would lose it all because the church is not welcoming to queer people. Now, can you guys, for the folks at home, because I'm super woke, but what is pansexual? Isn't it like a the new trendy way to say bisexual? Or is well, it just like an no, anything goes? I think that's more than that, though. I believe, yeah, it's, it is kind of the, a fancier way. It's like they, uh, they're attractive regardless of sex or gender identity. Oh, yeah, you know what? I'm glad you said that because, yeah, I think actually somebody, that's what somebody told me once. It was just like they're attracted to even if you're a transsexual person like you're you can, uh, yeah i think it could be man woman or beast right like if i think the limit. if i wake up thinking i'm a panther there might be one here so these are the real people you want to have at the party if you yes. got a pansexual oh, yeah. at the party you've got a good party you know it started you know it started. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly it's like there is no cosplay that's going to turn yeah. these people off nothing and, they're into it all that's the best part yeah and you'll know they're there too because they'll be talking about it <laughs> um, uh, the mother of three was then like fuck this shit and quit pastoring so she could start following her dream of stripping and posting pictures on instagram and OnlyFans. Is it called pastoring? <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm figuring, right? That's a verb. I think yeah, it, is. Well, it is now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Stop, stop pastoratizing. And, uh, <laughs> that's what uh, we do on this podcast. We just coin terminology. Yeah. <laughs> that nobody asked for. Yeah. Now, uh, but she was married to her husband of seven years, John, when she came out as bisexual. John was completely accepting of her sexuality and has supported her every step of the way. Okay, that's there's your ugly white guy. <laughs> yeah, that, is, that yeah. is the uh look this is the only pussy i'm getting i just all right yeah oh yeah sure i'm all for it he knows his yeah. limits he knows his place yes he's just he just, it cool. fuck it all right you got it you know i'm not i'm sure this dude as soon as he heard bisexual he's been asking for a threesome oh, like no, three times just getting over. rejected at every yeah term. over and over yeah exactly i know she's just like no i'm bisexual just because oh. i don't want to fuck you anymore right <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she she's just really trying to break up with this guy, and she's just trying anything <laughs> just and everything. Anything. She doesn't have the heart to actually just say it, so she's just, she's coming up with all these excuses just to dump him. And he's like, yeah. oh, this guy's so nice, he won't just tell me to fuck off. <laughs> the passive aggressive breakup routine. Yeah. yeah. Jeez, well, yeah. Oh, well, what if I what if I tell him I'm pansexual? No, but I'll start no. stripping. Jesus, okay. none of it's working. You can do this next one, Jerry. Nicole stated in a British morning show interview that she started off with relatively conservative images. <laughs> like, what? Is that maybe like she just photoshopped herself sticking her tit out at the Last Supper? Like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> but she's eventually built up to post raunchier content, presumably when she was able to enhance her rectum capacity and the elasticity of her anus. Nicole said she's already having age-appropriate conversations with her kids about her career. I think that when they... What the age... I think that when they see me work 
Mark and they're older, they'll laugh and say, Mommy, someone can do it better than you. She's encouraging her kids. Yeah. She's like the Archie Manning of whores. This is amazing. (laughs) She's just breeding her children to do one thing and one thing only, and that is you are going to be better than I was at this. Yeah, hopefully none of them tears a meniscus or something and they can't fucking go into cam whoring. Right. (laughs) But I think you guys nailed it where it's like, yeah, she started with conservative and this dude still wouldn't leave. So now she's like, all right, I got to fucking really whore it up if this guy's ever going to fucking leave me. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, I just, she's going to go from double anal to triple anal. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, she's just... really trying to get her guy to leave her. Because now she's like, all right, fuck it. Maybe this will be the last straw. I'll teach my kids to be on OnlyFans. Only <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe he'll finally leave me. Okay, maybe look. then she will, yeah. And how do you define an age-appropriate conversation about this with your kids? Like, how is that? Sock puppets? Yeah. Are we talking sock puppets here? I mean, dude, I would. I'm committing suicide if my mom told me about this up until I was 35. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I don't need to hear this. Uh, I don't know. Not ready. Yeah, there's no book about how to talk to your kids about anal elasticity. Yeah. <laughs> well, and the thing is, like, I forget exactly how old their kids were when I when I wrote this thing, but it was something like five, seven, and ten or some shit. Wow. Like that. So we're talking sock puppets, probably. Then Carlos, yeah, that, that would be an awesome sock puppet. <laughs> but for which one? For the five year old? And then what? The seven-year-old, yeah. you do fucking claymation. Yeah, you, 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 up, you, up, you up it. Yeah, I think. So. And then for the ten-year-old, you just do the proverbial finger inside the little circle thing with your hand. You I think the, the ten-year-old she just shows at that point. Like, look, <laughs> she just, like, look at it. She just teaches him how to jerk off right. the pictures. She, she, she yeah. just puts puts the puppet on her fist, and she's like, "This is what your mother does for money." <laughs> right. Enjoy it. In five um, years, I'll charge your friends to watch. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, enjoy this OnlyFans for free while you can. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're going to go to our second story here. This is hot off the presses. I'll start it off. I'll read the headline here. New Yorker suspense staff writer Jeffrey Tubin. Is that how you say it? Tubin? Yeah, Tubin. You got it. For showing his hot raging cock on Zoom call. According to Vice Magazine, the New Yorker has suspended reporter Jeffrey Tubin for masturbating on a Zoom video chat between members of the New Yorker and WNYC Radio last week. Tubin says he did not realize his video was on. Yeah, you think? <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Is, is this a serious story or is, is this the Babylon Bee again? It's a yeah. serious story right Wait a minute. here, bro. If he didn't know, how bad did he have to jack off? That he was just like, fuck it, I'm doing it now. I'm doing it now. We're doing it live. (laughs) Well, uh, here we got got a little more information here. Uh, You can give us this first paragraph here, Jerry. Oh, when reached for comment, Tubin, who is also a CNN legal analyst as well as being a New Yorker writer, said, I made an embarrassingly stupid mistake believing I was off camera. I apologize to my wife, family, friends, and coworkers. I believed I was not visible on Zoom. I thought no one in the Zoom call could see me. I thought I had (laughs) muted zoom video again why were you jerking off right there though right that doesn't make any that makes no fucking i just had to take my dick out and that's it like that yeah well yeah that's what's funny is like the dude's not even apologizing for jerking off he's just like oh man i thought they couldn't see me jerk off right yeah yeah. that nut couldn't wait right that's my thing it's like he's basically saying like listen we all understand this is a situation where we would all be jerking off (laughs) (laughs) my mistake was to not turn off the thing why did he say that he should have at least said got with guys 
Who doesn't yeah. just jerk off right after a Zoom meeting? You try to be with the New Yorker and WNYC right. and not jerk off. <laughs> you take a look at that staff. You sit there and have a Zoom call with that <laughs> staff and not want to jerk off. When oh, now we're going to pretend like we all weren't doing it? Jesus right. Christ. <laughs> I have to think that this guy it probably has a better angle. He could have played... He could have gone with, I'm an exhibitionist, this is my thing, don't kink shame me. Right. And then he could have, could have gotten oh, sympathy yeah. and possibly kept his job. They would have loved no him. Ch- yeah, 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 just play the play up the woke angle and just yeah. like, hey, don't... Yeah. Exactly. Play this is just who I am, you know? And then people would be like, oh, he's brave and beautiful, but now he's off his job, he's done. <laughs> so it was and just... just- <laughs> Was Tubin the first guy to get marked off a pansexual's want list, though? Nah, yeah, not right. this guy. I wonder, say, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm open to anything, but yeah, not this dude. I'm nah, there's a, nah, man, once you go pansexual, you no, no take backs, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you, you gotta fuck this guy, too. You have to fuck Tubin. Yeah. <laughs> that's how you get in the club. Yeah. That's, a, that's why there's not that many of them. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's what that woman might have to do to get that guy to leave him now. Right. Just like, this oh, dude. I'm going to go suck Jeffrey Tubin's dick. When he's like, ah, oh, no, not Tubin. <laughs> that's it. I'm out. All right, Bobby, there's some, some more info. Two sources speaking in anonymity explained that the New Yorker was holding an election simulation. It is unclear how much each person saw, but both say they saw Tubin jerking off his engorged man beam. Uh, During a scheduled Zoom break, they said, it seemed like Tubin was on a second video call. The sources said that when the groups returned from their breaks, Tubin lowered the camera. The people on the call said they could see Tubin touching his delicious pink love rod. Tubin then left the call. Moments later, he called back in, seemingly unaware of what his colleagues had been able to see, and the simulation continued. Can you imagine being all these other people not fucking bringing that shit up? Jesus Christ. Well, okay, real quick. First off, two things. A, anonymity. Who the fuck's afraid of Jeffrey Tubin? Like, just, like, oh, <laughs> yeah. can't just say who the fuck, just come on. Who's afraid of, like, and then the second yeah. one is, look, I think we all, I, I will speak for everybody. I'm very excited at the thought of Trump losing. Maybe yeah. this election simulation was such good news. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Tubin was like, holy shit, he's going to lose Florida and Texas? Are you kidding? 17 points. I can't take it, right. guys. Coming out. Jesus, this guy's losing all the swing states? Fuck, I got to turn. Like, I... I mean, yeah. I don't know why Tubin didn't try that at least to, to yeah. talk his way out of this. The complaint oh, should have been like he didn't blow a big enough load right. after he heard Trump. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, plus, how old is the guy too? You know what I mean? Right. Like, is he just like a grandpa that's like just bad with technology? He's like, he's like probably like I'm gonna say early fifties. I'm gonna, okay. I'm gonna go. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. So, so that's a toss-up. They're either like really good with it, or like just over the edge bad. Right, 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 yeah. right. Okay. <laughs> All right, Ian, you can do this next paragraph. When reached for comment, a spokesperson for the New Yorker said Jeffrey Tubin has been suspended while we investigate the matter, and CNN released a statement saying Jeff Tubin has asked for some time off while he deals with a personal issue, which we have granted. We're guessing the personal issue has something to do with him showing off his sweet, tasty cum horse. <laughs> cum hose, but yeah, horse works too. Yeah, we're going to have to take this cum horse out back. Now they're going to shoot that thing, yeah. 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 His cum transportation device. <laughs> oh, man. I don't get, I mean, dude, it's like, one of, I, have you done any Zoom shows, Jerry? Yeah. Like stand-up? Yeah. Yep. And how and many I'm times have you? I'm going to say it. Not that bad. 
I'm telling you. Is that you, right? Yeah, these comics need to quit being chicken shits. It's not that fucking Damn. bad. It really isn't that fucking bad. Fucking really, throwing down that gauntlet. I over am. There. Enough of these fucking pussy ass. Oh, I don't want to do it. Go fuck off. What are you going to do? Go get sneezed on instead in public, you fucking idiot? <laughs> Go do a fucking Zoom show. You're a comic. Tell some jokes. They're really not that bad. But, uh, yeah, I've, I've not been so overcome with mirth <laughs> that I needed to jerk off. You haven't been overcome with cum yet? Right. With, uh, you know what i think is weird though is no one look can we just be honest here i'm thinking tubin doesn't have much going on down there because yeah if it was if it was a nice one i think someone would have said and he's packing you know what i mean yeah, like that, same, that's true. that same anonymous source would have been like and holy shit that thing had a fucking kneecap it was so big like no yeah. one said that so i'm thinking tubin yeah probably isn't really packing much down there you know what that's a great call and now that you mention it i gotta admit the cnn statement didn't really say sweet tasty cum hose <laughs> I, I added that myself but yeah you're absolutely right if he fucking had some fucking <laughs> real shit going on down right? there they'd be like oh you know what this was kind of the highlight of that meeting yes <laughs> well, i don't know why tubin was holding back this whole time I don't, right <laughs> what i love is that wouldn't that be funny if he was just gonna be on cnn to jerk off and like he thought the call was over, so he zoomed into CNN. Like, hey, we're gonna have Tubin jerk off in about five minutes, and then it all blew up. And now they're all just distancing. Like, no, nah, this wasn't gonna happen. I don't know what the fuck. Hey, what are you talking about? We weren't gonna. Yeah, have this is our Meg main segment. Yeah. <laughs> Hey everybody, check us out on Patreon. We are on patreon.com slash comedy. If you're not familiar with Patreon, that's basically where you can send us money to support the podcast. And we have different tiers depending on how poor you are. We have a 1, 3, 7, 10, 20. Yeah, dude, the 20 is a one-time. If you don't want to be a reoccurring subscriber, you can just hit that one-night stand, go about your business. And the rest of them are reoccurring. The 20 is reoccurring too, but we don't expect anybody to fucking send us $20 a month. But if your thing is like, hey, you know, I dig your shit, but I can't do this monthly thing. Eh, yeah, good. then you can just throw us 20 bucks. The other ones, you can sign up on a monthly basis. Anything three and up, you get all the extras that we put up on Patreon. We do extra content and we do extra interviews and we do extra episodes, all kinds of stuff that doesn't get released on the regular feed. Yeah, tons of shit. We got animation videos out there. We've got lots of exclusive segments and some behind the scenes. Yeah, and we haven't mentioned this in a while, but if you like the podcast, please leave us a good review in whatever podcast app that you use. If you had it on iTunes, you can leave us a five-star review on iTunes. We'll give you a shout-out on the podcast for doing that, or just whatever podcast app that you used. If you can leave us a good review, that would be fucking amazing. And just tell your friends, too, right? Yeah, I was about to say that's the most important thing. Way to steal my thunder. So, yeah, leave us some good reviews. Tell your friends to listen to the podcast. If you like it and you think they have your similar sense of humor, tell them to listen to the podcast, too. And not to make it confrontational awkward, but that's exactly what I'm going to do right now. We've been looking at our numbers, and we have way more downloads and stats on our podcast than we do likes on our Facebook page. So I'm like staring everyone stink eye right now 
Go like our Facebook page. Go leave yeah, us a like our Facebook page. Be friends, follow us on a... Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. All that shit. YouTube. We got a YouTube that we haven't updated in like three months, but we still have it. We know you're out there, but we want to be able to see you. We want to be able to interact with you. We want to be able we to... We want to see what you look face. like so we can catfish you. Yeah, we exactly. want to watch you jerk off. Yeah, we, yeah, exactly. Let's join us so we can do a Zoom meeting together and you can... <laughs> Pretend that you forgot you were in the Zoom meeting and accidentally point the camera at your dick. That's going to be a new fetish. I think you're right, man. I think you're right. That Oh, he didn't know he was doing yeah. this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, no. I thought my camera was off fetish. Exactly. guys we're gonna go now into our indecorous deep dive we build this podcast as an educational comedy podcast we often <laughs> fall short of the latter but we always deliver on the former and this deep dive we'll be talking about the dark history of the right-wing media this dive was written by ian so you might want to get ready for some misspellings on this one <laughs> i keep you guys on your toes yeah absolutely there you go. Enough this grammatically correct shit that Carlos is throwing at you guys. Yeah, yeah, no, Here comes the to... boss fight, boys. There we go. <laughs> you can read this shit. You can get through anything. All there right, I, Ian, since you wrote it, I'll let you start it off. All right, fellas. Everyone has heard of Fox News, but not What's everyone... What's Fox has... News again? <laughs> that's where you jerk off on the... Oh, that's right. <laughs> oh, that's it. So everyone's heard of Fox News, but not everyone has heard of the Sinclair Broadcast Group. Apparently, the FCC and other government bodies that exist to enforce antitrust laws enjoy lobbying money more than protecting consumers from many monopolies. And if you give them enough money, they will drop the ball on doing the one thing they exist to do. Oh, i say it ain't so. I'm, I'm telling you, dude. So today, Sinclair owns and operates 193 local news stations in over 100 markets, covering most of the South and Midwest, where they enjoy little to no pushback for the right-wing conspiracy, fear-mongering bullshit that they call news. Some of their news stories are so ridiculous that they are approaching the point of Poe's Law. To give you an idea, here is a partial list of some of their greatest hits. And I know we talked about Poe's Law before, but what is that one again? So this is where you can't distinguish the difference between someone that's just doing an exaggerated, being, right. being goofy, and then the, the genuine article. So you can see the Facebook right. person doing the derpy. So, so you fun just of, share it, yeah. <laughs> yeah like, exactly. I, don't know, I don't know if this is satire, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send it to my grandma. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. right. I, I run into this so often. I mean, I hate that I fucking get engaged so much on social media when I fucking get into it with Trumpers. Oh my God, but, it's hilarious though. Oh, yeah, well, it, 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 I try to make it hilarious because it's fucking. Otherwise, it's just fucking depressing. But it is one of those things where, like, when I see something, like they post something that is so fucking outrageous, and I'm like, "This is I got it." So I gotta click on their fucking profile to make sure that they really are that person, right? And they're not, and they're not being fucking mocking. And nine times out of ten, not say ten out of ten, because really, it's almost a hundred percent. They are, they are that fucking ridiculous. <laughs> All right, Bobby. They really are. They are, dude. It's fucking crazy. All right, Bobby, you can do this first example. So uh, in mid-July of this year, local television stations owned by the Sinclair Broadcast Group aired a baseless conspiracy theory that suggested Dr. Anthony Fauci, the nation's top expert on infectious diseases, was responsible for the creation of the coronavirus. <laughs> uh, following... What are you laughing about? 
the, the truth is hilarious to me. Well, look, can I hold on? Let me be in defense of him real quick, okay? Yeah. He kind of got famous from this more than he ever was. Okay, so it's kind of like how I don't believe this at all. I think it's batshit crazy, but it does remind me of my theory that Toby Keith was behind 9-11 because nobody did more than he did. But anyway. But anyway. Are you, are you a 9-11 Toby Keith truther? Oh, absolutely. Who benefited more than him? Nobody. That guy's career was just that should have been a cowboy. Like, that was it. And then 9-11 happens and he's fucking, he's back on top. I'm just telling you. Yeah, but, you know, in his defense, who else was talking about being a cowboy in country That's music true. at that point? <laughs> Uh, following the tried and true tactic if you can't dazzle them with brilliance baffle them with bullshit these news outlets sought to create a new boogeyman in dr fauci in the hopes that this would take some heat off trump the real boogeyman is this are they talking about that whole plandemic Plan- thing? Plan- exactly you yeah, know what, no, he's- oh god you know what all this reminded me of uh what? i assume most of us here at some point or another were simpsons watchers Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. The, the one where the meteor is going to hit Springfield and then the pollution saves them. But at the end, <laughs> but when it's over, like all the guys get into a truck, like we're going to go burn down that observatory. So this never happens again. <laughs> like, this is this is us. They fucking nailed it with yeah. the way everyone's turning on Fauci like a bunch of fucking idiots. Yeah, it, it's so crazy, dude. It was like I saw a meme the other day where it's just like if these same people were around when the Germans were bombing England and people are like, I'm not staying in this underground lair. Right. I'm, gonna, I'm free to walk around. Right. I don't care what you guys say. It's all cool. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> and, and you touched on the pandemic video. So just for the listeners that don't know about this Easter egg, it's a right wing conspiracy video that claims that this lady was fired by Fauci because she got too close to the truth that the whole thing is fake and vaccines are fake and you should really swim around in the mud and build up your immune systems that way. But she got fired with calls for being an incompetent employee. That's, that's the, it makes that's the sense. on that. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. here's, you know, it's, can we talk about this real quick? I guess let's keep going. One thing I wanted to interject with is I am a little stunned because the right-wing conspiracy, the QAnon JFK Jr. coming back from the dead October oh 17th. I'm, <laughs> I am stunned it didn't happen because QAnon's been batting a thousand so far. <laughs> I couldn't believe they got that yeah. wrong. I'm just stunned. Uh, uh, yeah, that's why I put all uh, Vegas. I put all my money on that. Yeah. Like, what, what are the odds <laughs> they finally got a fucking whiff on this one? Right. They always get it right. <laughs> it's right. just weird. I was like, no, they can't. I mean, it's fucking. Look, and, and this is no offense to any QAnon listeners that you have, but like the deeper that's the our Q- entire fan base i figured i was worried but like i think the deeper the QAnon dives go the more they were molested as kids i'm sorry to make that connection but i really think that's what they're they, they just need answers for life being chaos and so they have to find all this horse shit and it's like i'm telling you i think there's a correlation there i think you're right i think you're absolutely i mean it's, it's almost like people that are that are really lost, just in general, that just, oh, I have no path, they end up becoming super religious at some point, you know, if they ever come across somebody that takes them that route. Right. Yeah. If you're just fucking, oh, I, I need I need something that's going to make sense of all this <laughs> right. shit. Yeah, they're going to gravitate towards, even if it's fucking yeah. cockamamie horse shit. Oh, well, yeah. yeah that's, I'll do it. 
Yeah, it's exactly. Like, and in a way, fuck Paul McCartney for making me feel sympathy for them with the Eleanor Rigby song. He was calling <laughs> in the sixties. These lonely people. Where Dude. where do they all belong? And we finally found out a website where they think JFK Jr. is coming back from the dead. October 17th to be Trump's new running mate. That, that's and they sell Patriot survival food on that website as well. And by the way, Paul McCartney, rest in peace. I know he died when Sgt. Peppers came out. That's that right. Was they, yeah, it was before right. then. It was even before then. Oh, there you fuck go. yeah. No, no, no. He died before that. The first clues on Revolver, I think. The, it's a, My, well, yeah, re, you know, yeah. the name Revolver alone is. is enough of yep. a clue. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was Don't get me started. Don't get me started, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You can do this next one, Jerry. All right. Ever since the 1990s, Sinclair has been infamous for their must-run segments where stations have to read word for word their propaganda pieces without edits. In March 2018, Sinclair aired must-run segments during primetime about some Americans' belief in the existence of a deep state in the federal government. There was no journalistic or news angle to the story. It was just baseless fear-mongering. I think I remember this too, man. And I was like, this Sinclair, I know about it now, but I didn't really know much about it not too long ago. But I do remember I would watch Conan every once in a while, and he would have these little, like, supercut segments where it's just fucking 50 newscasts from around the country all saying the same shit have you seen yep. that shit yep yep and i was like how the uh, so I, yeah they have to be all getting the same fucking script they have to yeah they are That's yeah. fucking bonkers i gonna say like it, it is kind of just how crazy kind of overnight i mean this stuff just really popped up like for a long time and still now people are like yeah you can't trust some cops and all these people are like oh that's bullshit stop how dare you disrespect them <laughs> right. and then trump's like yeah you can't trust the fbi they're like i know right <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's right that is one thing i'm glad you mentioned that because i i said this like fucking towards the beginning of his fucking presidency is that because he like off the bat he was bashing the fbi he was bashing the cia oh all of our intelligence just and shitting all, all over them. it yeah. all of them so back then i was like dude if fucking Trump makes it four years without getting shot, then you conspiracy theorists better shut the fuck up. Because <laughs> that's always the call with everybody. Oh, JFK. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh, you know, he pissed off the higher ups at the CIA right. and the FBI and shit, you know. Get rid of him. Yeah, get, get rid of him. How the fuck did Trump make it then? Right. You know? Exactly. Our intelligence said there was meddling in 2016, and he's like, nope, I talked to Putin. He says it's good. I believe him. <laughs> That's un- isn't that amazing? That is, it is like fucking, fucking incredible. Unreal. Dude, Joseph McCarthy would be spinning in his grave. Yes, this is, this is the saddest, like, when you realize, and it was God, before, well, with most of us with a fucking brain, it was way before he actually won the election, but that realization that our president is literally Francis Buxton from Pee Wee's Big Adventure is <laughs> fucking horrific. Yeah. It's, yeah, dude. It's like, if you've been the president during 9-11, it's like, I, I asked Osama, he said no. So he I said know. he didn't do it. Yeah. It was he fine. <laughs> yeah, we're going to keep staying in business together. Right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> All right, so in 2017, Sinclair hired a washed-up right-wing former advisor to President Trump named Boris Epstein. I'm assuming that's Coincidence. How you Coincidence. <laughs> and for a nearly six-month period, all Sinclair stations were required to air Epstein's commentary. Bottom line with Boris the Boris, that's an appropriate name, nine times per week where he just ranted baseless right-wing propaganda. In 2017, Sinclair ran several must-air segments that included comparing multiculturalism and political correctness to a cancer epidemic and stating that marriage was a solution to domestic abuse. 
<laughs> That's fucking great. Wow. This that was a big is hit. insane. It is absolutely insane. But apparently this was a big hit with the Sinclair fan base and thousands of happy marriages from Alabama to Mississippi immediately followed. <laughs> and all those black guys were quickly forgiven. Is, but not oh. the black guys. Right. Not the hey, you'll never forget those, goddammit. How could you? You <laughs> Fucking hell, man. The whole most multiculturalism thing is like, have you ever seen a mixed baby and thought it was a literal spawn of Satan because you couldn't tell if it was good or evil just by looking at its right. skin? It confused you, which made you feel stupid, which made you think it must be the spawn of Satan. Right. And the most fucked up thing is that mixed babies are like the most beautiful fucking people they are. in the world. The cutest kids on the planet. Yeah. It's, and, and it's, dude, and enough with this fucking, <laughs> all these fuck, that's another chicken shit thing. These people who are afraid of political correct, it's... You can still be a fucking irreverent comedian and be politically. It can. It can. All they mean by political. Can you just not say slurs? You fucking asshole. Is that that yeah. too? Is that that tough to fucking wrap your head around? Fucking I unbelievable. Got, I agree, dude. I was like, well, I mean, you know, we talk, we already referenced Jefferson, but you know, thank you, Jefferson, for all the beautiful mixed people that My we God. have today. Right? <laughs> yeah, unknowingly you know. created an army of adorable. Unknowingly. Yeah, exactly. A beautiful I, fucking people. I will say though, I do think people should at least. Just wait for the punchline before they get upset with the joke. Exactly. That's <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, let's hear it. Let's hear yeah, it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like you might sound like an asshole during the setup on purpose. On purpose. But <laughs> and then let's you, just you turn it back around. Yeah. Right. Dude, I, I hate to do this, but the first time I saw Jerry, it, I didn't even meet you then. I, we didn't even meet. You were doing Go Bananas in Cincinnati. You, you were there? Were, I was there because my buddy, Paul Hooper, who's been on the podcast before, yeah. he was... He was doing a guest spot, I think. So I was okay. with him. I was just traveling with him. And you told this fucking great joke about it. I, I'm not going to tell the whole thing because I, I would butcher it. But it was something <laughs> about, like, yeah, like a racist uncle that you, like, yes. when you tell him a racist. Can you can you do that? Oh, I mean, dude, hey, that's very kind of you, man. Thanks. I just had this bit. I actually did it on my on my Conan set. It was like, oh, I just that's said. Oh, that's awesome, dude. Yeah, I love I just that said, I just said, like, I, you know, because I'm Mexican, even though, like Carlos, we don't look super Latino, right? Right, like, exactly. Right, yeah. like a lot of people think, I bet you, same with you, Carlos, a lot of people think I'm Jewish. I'm sure people, oh, you oh, probably dude, get the same I, thing. Oh, right. Uh, Jewish and fucking Amish, I guess. Right, I wear a hat. right, right. Like, and it's so, so my joke was like, every Mexican family in Texas where I'm from, we all have that one racist white uncle who, you know, hates Mexicans with fucked one anyway, right? And like, and he's <laughs> yeah. so racist that you tell him a racist joke, he doesn't even laugh. He's just like, I know. Like, yeah, I've been trying to warn everybody about you. And you're like, whoa, Jesus. Dude, that's the first time I ever saw you. And I'm like, oh, this dude's fucking. Oh, hilarious. thanks, man. I appreciate that's a great that, fucking joke, thanks, man. Yeah, man. All right, Ian, you can do this next one. All right. So we really can't tackle the topic of the right wing media without touching on Fox News and Rupert Murdoch a little bit. They followed a very similar story arc to St. Clair with media corruption, consolidation, right wing bias, and lots of laughably shitty propaganda pieces disguised as journalism. So rather than echo the prior segment, we wanted to do a very special deep dive on how Rupert Murdoch personally created the greatest left wing supervillain of all time. Many of you have heard the name, but few can even name one thing about the man other than he's pure evil, eats children, and is the Antichrist. <laughs> and that man, of course, is none other than... Jerry Rocha. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is where we can take a lot of fun guesses, but you guys can already see the show notes, so cats out of the bag. That man is none other than George Soros. Here is the dark history of how and why 
Rupert Murdoch personally created the George Soros boogeyman. I'm glad we're no. talking about this because I honestly don't know. I just know it's one of those fucking, like, if you want to scare old white people, you just say, say George Soros, George Soros <laughs> Antifa. Look, and... he's, I'll put it this way. I th- I th- I correct me if I'm wrong, Ian and Bobby uh, and, and Carlos, but I think George Soros is kind of like, this is the, when you're around dipshit right-wingers. Um, which that's most whatever, but like when you're around them, <laughs> but like, you repeat yourself. Yeah, you, this is like the should Pete Rose be in the Hall of Fame with sports guys, right? Like that's George Soros. <laughs> yeah. He's that he carries that kind of weight where everyone has to stop and explain to you. It's just oh god. And but first of all, do you realize how broke he would be if he was funding all these fucking protests? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, because <laughs> there's not a lot of return on investment on right. these fucking protests. Sell, they're not selling merch, you know. It's <laughs> <Yeah>. like <laughs> so. For those that don't know, I mean, the, the conspiracy theories range from. He's a secret former Nazi, even though he's Jewish. Uh, He owns Antifa and Black Lives Matter outright. He's actually the person that's in charge of all those. They all follow his commands. I mean, it's just crazy shit. Yeah, Yeah, he's he's like the Cobra commander of the left. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. He really is. (laughs) All All right, Bobby, you can do this first one. Yeah, like, I, I will admit, though, I didn't know a whole lot about him. Oh, I, I still so, don't. I don't even know what the fuck he looks like. Me either, Yeah, dude. yeah. By the way the right describes him, I just assume he looks like Nosferatu. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, the story begins when George Soros absolutely owned Murdoch financially and ideologically back in the early 1990s, years before Murdoch even became an American citizen. Before there was a Fox News to dump BS fake news into, Murdoch spent a lot of money, time, and energy running propaganda and fluff pieces for the UK Conservative Party and Margaret Thatcher in his newspapers, The Sun, News of the World, and The Times. Thatcher was the PM and leader of the Conservative Party from 1979 to 1990, and Murdoch licked her twat on the reg. So this is like your bright Bart to Donald Trump, but just right. in the UK. <laughs> yeah, 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 right, exactly. See, this is a little bit before my time, because, you know, I'm only 30. But anyway, I've heard, I'm hesitating to say this because I really do think Trump is especially horrendous. But it is not unprecedented that there have been conservative regimes, and the 80s were part of that because Reagan was the president for eight years, and Margaret Thatcher was the prime minister of uh, of England for that entire time as well. So there, there were very. Con- this is not the first time that conservatives have been in power. Right. Basically, yeah. So, Absolutely. so like many failed conservative reigns under Thatcher's leadership, unemployment went from the hundreds of thousands into the millions. Numerous high-profile political sex scandals came next. So after Murdoch could no longer prop up the party on jobs or morals, he doubled down on the economy. And then strength of the British pound currency, which was only recently added to the ERM, which is the largest European currency exchange. What's also odd is it because isn't Murdoch from Australia? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. I think he is, dude. And so, oh, like, wow. this guy was trying to meddle in fucking England, and then he got into the United States. Like, dude, this is your real fucking these Cobra command. I know these <laughs> evil rich motherfuckers just can't sit still and just be dude, <laughs> right. You know, <laughs> I, I, I wish they didn't have so much initiative. That's it. Like, if okay, yeah. Rupert Murdoch, if he look, 
he didn't have to lift a finger to do any other meddling bullshit, and he would still be comfortable the rest of his fucking life. Just right? Him, I mean, what the fuck does he yeah. give that much of a fuck about? Uh, he just did I, it for the love of the game at this right? point. That's what it is. <laughs> Jeez, absolutely. God, yeah. he's like Joe Paterno. Like, I love coaching. They can fuck all the kids they want. I'm here to coach. <laughs> just love coaching. Uh, Jerry, you can do this next yeah. paragraph there. Currency traders could see the writing on the wall pretty easily. The UK was in recession, had very high interest rates, high unemployment, and the other European countries trading against the pound were in far better shape. So smart money started shorting the fuck out of the pound. The person with the largest short position was none other than George Soros. The UK had to add $3 billion to the market just to keep the currency from going insolvent due to all the short sellers pushing the price down. Now, I don't know how much you know about the stock market, Jerry. I don't know anything, but... Nothing. Ian works in fucking stock trading, oh, so he keep, okay. so so he throws all these terms in that I never fucking understand. But I'm assuming shorting the thing means that you're betting that it's not gonna go up or some shit. Ian, what is yeah, going on idea. here? So whenever you you trade securities or anything, there's a short position betting that it will go down, and there's a long position betting that it will go up. And ah, so, okay. so Soros was like, okay, the pound's going down. This shit's not working. The right. thing that's funny yep. is. The only grain of truth to any conspiracy around George Soros is they called him a currency manipulator or someone that was doing all this like evil, illegal moves against the currencies or whatever. And the truth of the matter is every person that's ever bought or sold anything has at one point been a short position to exit a trade. So yeah. it's like he's just doing the same thing everyone else is doing, but because he won all this money, he's evil. Okay, because he's betting on the negative. Yeah, so he's betting. Like, basically, they okay. put the pound for the first time on a full European exchange so it can compete against the frame. And he bet on the negative the and he fucking hit it, right? Yeah, he hit it because Thatcher was a cunt and she was running the place into the fucking ground. Everyone right. knew it. Smart money was like, this shit's okay. going to go belly up and he was on the right side of that. Well, so despite Murdoch's call to rally around the conservative party and the pound and the millions he personally invested, on September 16th, 1992, the pound fell below the minimum currency exchange limit, which you guys all know what that means. And the pound was forced to be removed from the exchange. This event, known as Black Wednesday, was the beginning of the end of the Conservative Party in the UK. George Soros became a billionaire on that day and personally made $1.3 billion wow. off the Conservative Party and Murdoch. That's a nice fucking little gamble. No kidding. Fucking hell. So no wonder he was pissed. Yeah. Jesus yeah, Christ. No shit. No wonder Murdoch was angry. This is like a personal vendetta and yeah. shit. All right, Ian, you can take us home with this last paragraph. Yeah, why, why don't you just, you know, have some self-respect and inherit that money? Right. <laughs> Come on. Like a real man, right? <laughs> real man. <laughs> so before Black Wednesday, no one, including Rupert Murdoch, had ever heard of George Soros. But after he figured out that this one man personally made tens of millions of dollars from him, in addition to the $1.3 million he made off of the entire market. Billion. Because, yeah, because basically, um, yeah, $1.3 billion. Because Rupert Murdoch was actually on the other side of the trade going long. And he oh, lost, right. so he yeah. lost a shitload. He personally lost a shitload. Mm. And then Soros made over a billion in total. Mm -hmm. But, you know, after he personally shamed him and the entire conservative party in the UK, and this actual, this economic disaster, Black Wednesday, cost him political power for the next 20 years. So Rupert Murdoch made it his sole mission in life to vilify this man publicly as enemy number one. So for the rest of Murdoch's life, he's used every opportunity possible to accuse Soros of being the greatest supervillain of all time. And all George Soros ever did 
was make free money off the obvious hubris and stupidity of Murdoch and the Conservative Party back in the 1990s. Ah, damn. So this wow. is all just a personal vendetta. That's this all is literally exactly. don't hate the player, hate the game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Right. exactly, dude. Yeah, this is like the uh, Trump and Omarosa of the uh, UK. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I found this to be really interesting because I'd never heard any details about who this guy was or why he had beef with the whole yeah, conservative party. I, I honestly, I didn't know much about the guy. Like, this is probably the most I've learned about the guy. Just one of those catchwords that scare old white people. Yeah, it is. To, uh, That's a boogeyman. Socialism, Soros, Antifa. <laughs> yeah. This kind of makes me wish I had gone back in time and taken the long position on Soros memes. All right, everybody, we're going to our final segment of the podcast, Indecorous Laws. Every week, or basically whenever we feel like it, we highlight some of the oddest laws in different states of the United States. Most of these were real laws, at least at some point. Some of them have been since repealed, and others are sadly still on the books. One of them might be unverified. Sometimes I can't verify these, Good. but I try my best because they're fucking... <laughs> Gotta keep us on our clothes. Well, I don't know if you guys know about this internet, but uh, not very reliable sometimes. Right, oddly enough. <laughs> oddly enough. And I was doing these in order for a while, but then I fucked up. And now I'm just doing them by order of uh, whatever the guest is from. And our guest, Jerry, you're from Texas, correct? Yeah. So we're going to do indecorous laws from the great state of Texas. All right. We're going to start off. Bobby, you can do this first one. All right. I thought that was going to come with some fake guns or something. You know? <laughs> yeah. You know, every time I say <laughs> Texas, <laughs> I expect guns to be shooting <laughs> off at some point. Oh, God. Uh, no religious test shall ever be required as a qualification to any office or public trust in Texas, nor shall anyone be excluded from holding office on account of his religious sentiments as long as they acknowledge the existence of a supreme uh, being. Yeah. This is actually not just a law. This is in the Texas Constitution. Well, you don't care what religion you believe, as long as it's our Christian Judeo God. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like you can do whatever you want, except, but you better believe this. Going back to Jerry's Simpsons reference from earlier, that kind of reminds me of the episode where Bart is like, come on, Lisa, everybody knows Christmas is the one time of year when people from all religions can come together to worship <laughs> the birth of Jesus Christ. Exactly. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I like how the, the all the beginning of this fucking thing makes it sound like, wow, Texas is pretty open-minded. Yes. Then end, it, <laughs> and then they end it, you know, as long as you agree yeah. with us. Right. It just, oh, God. Unreal. P.S. No fatties. Yeah. <laughs> fuck the atheist, fuck the agnostic. Oh, jeez. That's embarrassing, but not surprising. Yeah, I mean, but the thing is, like, I think a lot of states probably have this. Like, we did uh, we did Nashville, the, no, not Nashville, Tennessee, but they had similar laws. It's, it's, it's surprising. I don't know if I should say surprising, but it, it surprised me at least that there's so many fucking places that have these kinds of fucking laws. Not from the places that used to be okay with owning slaves. Not surprising. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right. <laughs> Not surprising. So I'm assuming this is why you never ran for governor of Texas. That's one of the big ones, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's one of the big ones. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ian, you can do this next one. All right, in Texas, marriages by proxy are legal. If you have a legitimate reason for absence, you can send someone to get married in your place. Dude, I've got questions. I've got questions. Right. Do they get to French kiss your bride by proxy? Too? That's actually that's a bad I question. I think that's yeah. a great question. I, yeah. Man. And, and if and if so, who wouldn't want that gig to just be yeah, a surrogate right. husband? 
They're going to just go around <laughs> making out with chicks every Sunday, every day, you know? Like, and does a. this extend to the bedroom? Because I know that a lot of marriages yeah, are right. considered null and void unless they're consummated within seven days. Oh. So can you get someone to dick down your wife by proxy as well? Yeah, <laughs> I would think. Consummate that shit by proxy. I, I would just love to be there for that one conversation that's like, look, I know we're supposed to get married today, but something came up. Yeah. <laughs> right. Having a bad Some, hair day. Yeah. Sorry, I've got something a little more important to do. <laughs> Mind if my cousin just goes and kisses you, darling. That all right? <laughs> and then the good thing about women is that they'll never bring that back up. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, yeah. You're clear. You're, you're clear. clear. <laughs> after, after you say you're sorry, it's all good. You're in the clear. It's all yeah, if you run their wedding day, it's like, who gives a shit? Yeah. Yeah. Friendly apology. Not that important. Yeah. Yeah, it's not get, that big of a deal. You get caught cheating at that point? Sorry, I thought you were here in proxy. <laughs> you give me a Subway sandwich. As long as that shit ain't toasted, we're good. We're good. None <laughs> <laughs> yeah. of that greasy bullshit. Yeah. Uh, all right. You can do this one. Oh, God. well, we all know this one. It's illegal to pee on the Alamo. Ozzy motherfucking Osborne, baby. Dude, I actually <laughs> didn't know this. And I on purpose had you read it because can you explain it to me? Because I didn't know the legend behind this. Yeah, I didn't either. Yeah, supposedly Ozzy Osbourne got really drunk after a concert and pissed on the Alamo and got arrested. And it, I don't know if it's ever actually been verified or it was just urban legend. I believe it. Because <laughs> yeah, you yeah, want to yeah, believe, believe that it. Show, oh, right? I believe it. And I think the funny part was, I think it was already illegal before that happened. You know what I mean? Like, it, they didn't even make the law after <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. But man, there was just fucking this comic in Dallas. He sadly has passed away, but his name was Doug Richardson. He had a great joke when he talked about Ozzy doing that. And he goes, man, because they think that's bad. You should have seen what all those Texans did when they saw those 5,000 Mexicans standing outside the Alamo. <laughs> 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 they think on it was bad. You should have seen what those guys did. I thought that was so great. That yeah, is great, that was dude. That's a great line. But yeah, that's, it is, uh, oh yeah, it is uh, very illegal to be on the Alamo. Dude, so I saw that because, you know, I looked these up. I like to do my little research and shit. And it said, like, you can't pee in the Alamo, you know, and, and it said, like, I just ask Ozzy Osbourne. And right. I'm like, I, I really didn't know. I'd never yep. heard this story yeah, before. I, early, I think it's the early 80s. But the thing is, it's a public place. You can't, of course, it's like, but it's, you can't, you can't pee on a McDonald's. You know what I mean? Like, I don't understand why they make it a big deal. You can't pee on, yeah, it's illegal to fucking pee anywhere that's not a fucking toilet. I mean, when you're in public, like, I don't understand how that, like, it's such a stupid fucking law. Dude, mm. that's what we need to do, bro. We need to do where, like, obviously, if you're out drinking and shit, like me right now, I'm, I've been drinking beers and, you know, you get the pisses and shit. Right. And there's like, ah, where's the bathroom? And you can't find a bathroom. Boom! You're like, remember the Alamo. Remember and then, the Alamo. And then you just piss on, and then you like piss on a wall. Like that's what we need to do. We need to change. Remember the Alamo into like fucking piss on a wall. Piss that's on the wall. Doing. I love it. Well, I love plus, it. too, it's like the second you make a rule against it, you know, it's like I didn't even want to, and now I kind of do. Now I want to do it. I'm gonna, go I pee on I'm gonna see if we can get away with peeing on this yeah, fucking thing I mean, now. That's what I was wondering. Like, was it is it like a general respect thing, or was it a real problem before legislation? I think it was a yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Everybody was peeing on the album. Um, yeah, if there's ever, we would just take shits on it. Yeah. If your little kid had to pee, just run him over there. Like, yeah, I think it is just a dumb fucking Texas pride. It's the Alamo, you know? And it's like, yeah. okay, great. Yeah. I've never <laughs> been. Any of you? I mean, uh, Jerry, I imagine you've been there at some point. Yeah, there's a comedy club that's 30 feet away from it. Yeah. Oh, really? The, <laughs> that LOL <laughs> club is? Yeah, you know, that's the, why they uh, had to pass the law. Yeah, well, there was, yeah, there was one. It closed. It was called the River Center. Um, okay. And it was in a mall that was literally right next to the Alamo. Like there oh, is, no shit. Yeah, the Alamo now is, it's still there, but is literally surrounded by the only thing that's kind of cool that's next to it is a hotel that was built in the 1800s. Oh, and then wow. next to that is a fucking mall. And then facing the Alamo is just like a fucking Ripley's Believe It or Not, a Fuddruckers. No. It's, ju it's just bullshit. It's all tourist <laughs> horse shit. Yeah. yeah, and that's the thing about, like, it's of course it's, a, because it is it is a tourist attraction. It's like a, right. it's like a place you take the family to go walk around and see. So, of course, no one's going to pee on it. Like, you're going to pee fucking... <laughs> It's well, a fucking, but of course, Ozzy was just blitzed, of course, like, hey, fuck it. I think he might have even had a private tour of it or something like that. I forgot the story, but he just <laughs> had to piss and was like, hey, you know, he just, yeah, yeah. Beforehand, they were selling like very exclusive tickets where you got to pee on the Alamo. Yeah, the pee on the Alamo package. You get the, you get the, you get the golden shower package if you, you know. So fucking, if that's the case, I don't know. See, I'm skeptical because I think if that was the case, fucking Trump would have moved the White House to the Alamo. No question. Just no. to get pissed on by everybody around the country. He would have done it. I point. didn't realize it. So the club was like right there, right next to it. Yeah, Did the they... river center was literally right there. I think it was a COVID casualty, but yeah, that's or it might have been a little bit before because they kind of put all their efforts into the LOL, which is kind of closer to where most San Antonians live. That downtown San Antonio be, kind of became a tourist trap. Like, but it, oh, really? Okay, yeah. I've, yeah. I've never been on that way. I know uh, we had a uh, you know White Cotton, Jay White. Of Cotton? course, yeah, sure. Yeah, we had White Cotton. I, I, apparently, he's from Austin, but he's been yeah. in San Antonio for a long time. Yep, yep. So, did they? put you up when you when you did that club did they put you up at that hotel that was right no next to that would have been awesome you uh what i used to always put you up at this actually surprisingly not awful condo work oh okay because i was about to say dude i was like you know we're talking about fucking we don't like to leave the room like that would be pretty fucking awful if they put you at the hotel right next to the alamo and you still don't even fucking <laughs> make the time to go to this right. like that dude i can see it from the window that's about good I'm enough good. man I'm good. i can i can i can see the people pissing i think that's yeah, good that's all i need <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll do this last one. In 1973, the state legislature passed Section 43.21 of the Texas Penal Code, which in part prohibits the sale or promotion of, quote, obscene devices, meaning a device including a dildo or artificial vagina designed or marketed as useful primarily for the stimulation of human genital organs. I like how fucking precise this they shit were is. Very this was a dude who caught his wife who could never make her come, and then he walked in there with a the dildo and was like, okay, all right, bitch, I'll show you. <laughs> exactly. I like how specific, and actually, because I did look these shits up, and I was like, that's how specific, dildo or artificial vagina. Like, you can design him for other shit. But not if it's going to stimulate your human genitals. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, Humans uh, specifically. Dogs human, all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. all right. Uh -huh. A person commits an offense if he possesses with intent to wholesale promote any obscene material or obscene device. A person who possesses six or more obscene devices 
is presumed to possess them with intent to promote the same. (laughs) So you have six or more fucking dildos. Possession with intent, man. We know what you're up to. We know what you're all about. Yeah, nobody has that many. Like, apparently they haven't met. They should fucking meet that pastor, man. That's like eventually she's going to be fucking doing that I was just testing my capacity. Right. So what's the workaround here? Do you have to have, like, a use case? Like, it's a... Vibrating toothbrush, or it's a pet toy. Right. Like how, how do you market dildos as something other than dildos? Well, apparently for a while, a lot of sex shops were, I mean, they would build themselves as like novelty shops or whatever the fuck work around. But it, apparently a couple of people did get, like one person got charged because they did one of those, I don't know what they're called. You know, it's like, it's like fucking... What do you call that shit when they go to like in the houses and they do like a little, hey, everybody, look, it's going to be fun. I sell uh, Tupperware. Or oh, whatever. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know oh, what you're yeah. talking about. I, I forgot I mean? what they're called, but I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, that sort of shit. So this was this one lady was doing it in some fucking God knows middle of nowhere town in Texas, which is like a million of them. Like, it's yes. one of the fucking things about Texas. Is like a lot, so lot of gigantic. bullshit everywhere. Yep. Exactly. So this woman was doing it in some little town. Somebody got pissed. And apparently, this is how fucking bored they were in that little town. They sent two undercover cops to go to the fucking little Adam and Eve or whatever they call those shits, parties. <laughs> and they actually charged this woman with that shit for wow. selling whatever Jesus. dildos or whatever the fuck. Talk about a buzzkill. Yeah, no shit, dude. And then I think the other one that I read was like in Lubbock, Texas, there was some sex shop where they, yeah, they were selling, of course, sex things. And the cops just decided, like, yeah, we're going to arrest this. But eventually, I guess they took it up to the a district court that said, like, yeah, this infringes fucking right. you know, the, the constitutional amendment for dildos. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess the old hack joke about anything is a dildo if you're creative enough or right. you live in Texas. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> the thing yeah. is, like, dead, the Texas, I mean, you would know, obviously, better than I did, Jerry. You're from there, but it's fucking, it's so fucking huge, man. That is, dude, I did the, I'll tell you this. I did, um, my buddy, you know, JT Habersat? I've never met him. I know who you're talking about, though. I think Okay. Yeah, yeah. So he runs a festival in Austin that he ran for like two, three years. I mean, they obviously didn't do it this year because of the COVID. But I did it the first year, man. And the reason I did it was because, like, I'm usually, you know, I live on the East Coast, so it's far away. But I happened to have the week before that, I had Albuquerque booked. And uh, there's a little run of casinos down that way. Albuquerque and Mescalero or some shit, right? So I'm like, all right, right. well, I got, I, got, I got Albuquerque on Thursday, so I can do a spot at the fest on a Friday. Because they're fucking, you know, sure. New Mexico is right next to Texas. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fucking shit, dude. It's like 13 hours oh, from fucking yeah. God, Albuquerque yeah. to fucking Austin, dude. Oh, I, I wish like, you would have hit me up before that. I'd be like, well, no, no, Carlos, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, dude, I should have, dude. I should have, dude. I was like, oh, the, the, the states, they're right next to each other. It's going to be a piece of cake. Dude, when I fucking eventually mapped that shit out, I was like, oh, shit, I'm going to fucking, as soon as I'm done with the show in Albuquerque, I got to get in my fucking car, drive yes. overnight to get the fucking Austin, dude. It's oh, that's, fucking, yes. Oh, it's God. fucking insane. It, like, many a time. I drove cross country with my friend one time and just going through like West Texas, it is, it's like you're in another country. It is, there's just nothing. For miles oh, yeah. and miles. Oh, it's, yeah. yeah, the speed limit's 80, you know? <laughs> yeah, just yep. get the fuck out of here as fast as you can. Yeah. Right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah, I think I was actually closer to Mexico than I was to Austin at that point. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, well, that's the podcast, guys. We did it. We did it. Hey, we did it, bro. Yeah. Thank yeah. you all for having me, man. Dude, that was Jerry, so much fucking thank fun. Thank you so much for yeah, fucking dude, doing it. Yeah, yeah thank that you. That was yeah. awesome. Have you, uh, let's do it again sometime. I mean, I'd, and, I'd uh, love to, man. Yeah. Do you have anything? Uh, I mean, I would. I don't know about shows because it's not gonna air. Well, I mean, for one thing, yeah. Just, uh, yeah. Where can I, we catch you jerking off? Yes, <laughs> yes. yeah. My, my Twitch, uh, Twitch.tv forward slash Retro Rocha. I'm usually up there every night, but Saturday playing an old video game. Uh, so there dude, we go. that's so like I'm not a uh, I'm not on Twitch because I'm. I just I'm not hip enough, man. But <laughs> but but when you post those shit, like I remember you posted the one about you were playing like the Return of the Jedi video yeah, game. Yeah. And I told I was like, Oh dude, I remember playing that fucking game and I was just doing the fucking circle sweep all yeah. through the fucking game. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, that's great. Where do you get those games? Where do you um, get I so my girlfriend a couple of Christmases ago got me this thing called an analog super NT and it plays Super Nintendo games, but it, it makes it look normal on like a modern television and uh-huh. so um i just got that and then just started going to like these swap meets and like little retro video game stores or just ebay uh-huh. and just pick up some shit that i used to have when i was a kid that's so nice dope, dude. that's fun it's one of those things where it's like because when i was a yeah. kid man we didn't have a whole lot of money so i only i can only get like three four games at a time and dude shit. same yeah buddy I, I had to i had to wait for the report card and I had to have good grades. And I would get right. one. I would get well, one. Yep. Exactly, dude. And obviously, yep. I couldn't buy them my fucking self. Right. But what's cool now, dude? I, and I haven't tried. I, I mean, dude, honestly, man, if I if I fucking because I kind of I kind of want to do that sort of shit, but then I'd have to like give up on the rest of my life because I would just do that all the fucking <laughs> time. Because so I remember fun. all those fucking games. Yeah. Like that would be like ten year old me's dream. Yes. Fucking. Oh my oh, god. You, you got access to all the motherfucking games, dude. It's the best, dude. It is. Yeah, the I best. saw you're playing Donkey Kong Country yeah, the other man. day. Ah, fucking, that's dope, dude. Fuck yeah. Well, yeah. So, other social media you want to plug? That's, or anything? that's fine. Uh, my Instagram is just uh, J E R R Y R O C H A comedy, and then my Twitter is just at Rocha Comedy. So yeah, follow me if you get a chance. I appreciate it. All right, Jerry. Thank you so much for doing hey, it, Hey, thank bro. you. Nice meeting all you guys. I'll see you all yeah, soon. Yeah, likewise. For sure. That was all awesome, right. man. Thanks again, Take Jerry. Care, thank Jerry. you guys. Bro. Take care. Yeah. Later. Bobby, you got any last words? I do not. All right, guys. Oh, wait. I should. I, I see. It's been so long since you've been on the podcast, Ian, that I forget to ask you if you have any last words. Any last words, Ian? Yeah, dude. One week, can you guys forgot about me? A fan just hit us up on. On what? And that's the podcast, everybody. <laughs> Tune in next week to see what happened to Ian. We should end one of our podcasts like that sometime. What have these boys gotten into now? How are they going to get out of this pickle? That's crazy. Oh, Ian's back. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. We're we're on episode sixty now. So yeah. if you want to have anything, I, I yeah, I fucked up on the microphone yet again. You were gonna tell us that a fan hit us up. Oh, so yeah, so a fan hit us up about the Great Emo War video game. We referenced this on the Josie episode, the yeah. Great oh, Emo War okay. episode, and we we riffed on the idea that someone should That's, make a video game about the Great Emo War, where there's eight bit emo emos and, and, and you're shooting them. First yeah, person. yeah, yeah, emo. All right, okay. Ian doesn't. All right, I guess once Ian gets back on the microphone, he stops listening to everybody else. <laughs> <laughs>
But uh, yeah. we're, we're trying to clarify, it's emu with a U, not emo with an O. Yeah, dude, I mean, we don't mind killing emo kids, but this is actually about killing emus. Yeah, so yeah. a little clarification there. But apparently we talked about it, and then lo and behold, someone actually made the video game, and a fan just posted it on our Facebook page. So I have to check that out and uh, play oh, the great cool. emu war the video game. And I'm glad you brought that up because I also give a, I want to give out a shout out to our latest YouTube subscriber, Throat Rapist. Oh, thank you. Yeah, thank you, Throat Rapist, for subscribing to our YouTube channel. We attract only the finest. Yeah, Throat Rapist. Uh, we, we're trying to get anal rapist and vagina rapist so we can do the trifecta of rapists. Man. Maybe it was going for like throat rapist. Uh, you know, uh, uh, oh, like a, oh, gutter, yeah. a guttural sounding throat kind of scream, like a heavy yeah. metal guy, right? Yeah, it's just a very deep, you know. I can see. I mean, now that Big Pun's dead, you know, he could, he could take that spot. Perfect. Yeah, big pun. The king of puns. <laughs> well, that one hit a fucking brick wall. Man, that sure did. <laughs> no long pause required on that one. <laughs> that was au naturel. Anyway, um... <laughs> Is anybody going to pick up the hacky sack or is it just going to lay on the floor? I would like to think that uh, some of Carlos's equipment is broken, but I know it's not and he's fucking with us. <laughs> yeah, we both know that. We both know that. Yeah. Walk your cat. <laughs>